You are now listening to the Legends Lingo Podcast, hosted by Al. You didn't ask him about that? You didn't ask him about that law? I was getting there, Beetle. What the fuck kind of host are you? I mean, you're probably in the lead. shit, dude. Someone give me a chance, please. And Powder. Yes, sir. Enjoy the show. All right, everybody. Welcome back in. Legends Lingo Podcast, episode 190, presented by... We're actually going to make that announcement in a couple of minutes. Al Nahigan here for episode 190. Tom Powder Cadmus here for episode 190. Powder. Hi. Hey. <laughs> hey. That, okay. So that's what we're doing from now on. That's just going to be yeah. the intro from yeah. now on. That's all we're doing. Okay. Just want to yeah. make sure we're on the same page. I didn't know if you wanted something different, but that's what we're going with. We're going to have fun with the pauses. We do have a guest on with us tonight. He's going to be with us for a short amount of time, but he's here for a big reason. And we're going to bring him on in one second. But before we do all that, topics for tonight it's going to be a patriots celtics episode that's kind of what's been going on patriots lose week three to the baltimore ravens and they lose a key part of their team in the process we're going to talk about all that celtics have their first media day and we're going to kind of recap everything that happened with the Ime Udoka situation but before all of that we had an announcement that we were going to make in the beginning of october but we decided you know what powder's already got it in his bio yeah we, we just needed to announce it because it, it's a fun announcement. It was a very unexpected announcement, and I'm going to explain that in a second. So let's just announce it right now. As of this episode, episode 190, and going forward, the Legends of the podcast is going to be presented by Student Union Sports. That's right. The Legends Lingo Boys are back under the representation of somebody and for this announcement, we figured we had to bring on the president of Student Union Sports. And he's actually the producer of this podcast. Little, little, little tidbit right there. He's been our producer for the last, I think, like three years, a, a very long amount of time. It's Liam Smith. Liam, hey, bud. Howdy, folks. I was going to say hi, but I, that's, that's, pow- I was going to go hi or hey, but I guess that's Powder's thing now. So um, I'm going to go howdy, folks. Uh, and say what's up to the Boston podcast, but no, like Al said, that was a very generous intro. I was actually, I was probably editing the Legends Lingo podcast while I was still just writing for Student Union Sports before I even fully took over over there. So it's been a, a long journey through the world of sports media, but, um, you know, I was writing at Student Union and simultaneously I was getting involved in podcast production. Weirdly enough, we were linked up through. My cousin worked a temporary job with Jared Scally and he made Who was on actually a couple of weeks ago, believe yeah. it or not. Yeah. I was it was it was a very pleasant surprise to hear Jared's voice pop up on there, even though he has some absurd takes, but you know, it's, that's that's what you expect <laughs> from Jared. Absolutely. But no, that was actually the initial uh that was the initial intro. And I helped yep. out with uh, y'all's Red Sox podcast and then jumped right over to the Legends Lingo podcast where I got really close with Pow- with uh, Powder and Al. And I about just called y'all Pal there. That could that could play. I mean, it's, uh, a, it's a combo. It's a weird combo, but it's, it's, it's a, a weird combo, one. But it, Pal could play. Pal could yeah. Always thinking branding. But yeah, so I wanted a Boston sports podcast on my site. I'm a diehard Boston sports fan. I've helped out enough with this site or with this podcast that I know you are – guys are very good at what you do. I've always been most impressed by your connections with local Boston sports media, uh, whether you're coming on and hearing like Priscilla or you're hearing even someone like Jerry Thornton, who's my favorite. 
you know, Carabas sometimes, every, everyone you can think of, you know, from WEI all the way to Nesson, you've had guys and uh, girls, of course, that have um, come on and, and given great input. So I have um, gained most of my Boston sports news through you guys for the past couple of years. So uh, I, I love to have it flowing through my site. Uh, for your listeners that that aren't as familiar with student union sports, I like to put it that we're a uh, community first and a, a media site second. So we really pride ourselves on building a community of sports writers, creators, podcasts, any sort of person pursuing the world of media, niche sports, of course. But we've had guys jump into all kinds of stuff. Oh, yeah. uh, so we've got a we've got a good mix of college students that are you know slowly trying to get their feet in the uh into the world of sports writing and they're more learning their articles you know every once in a while they're getting articles featured on the site and then we've got more or less our uh our talent and our featured writers who are guys that some have come through the student union farm system if you will and now they're writing for their local publications or or freelancing and also putting out stuff on student union and uh, now we're starting to bring in this wave of new talent that's already kind of established themselves in other mediums. And uh, the Legends Lingo podcast seemed like the first uh, obvious uh, person to acquire to, to close on. I'm wearing a Papelbon jersey today, so uh, big close for that. It was, I was like, I got to put on something, Boston. I looked in the back and all I saw was 58. <laughs> like, all right, we're going Papelbon. So, uh, so, let's, so let's bring in this angle really quick. So yeah. our end. What kind of happened? What kind of changed? So obviously, let's backtrack about really about a month ago. So a month ago, Powder and I were part of the Couch Guy Sports Network. And I finally just said, you know what? It's time to give it up. I have other things that I need to focus on. So gave up Couch Guy. Couch Guy is still running. You know, they're doing their thing. But we decided we were going to go independent, having no idea that we were going to get picked up so soon. And that's being, that's being legit. You know, we didn't know that anything was going to happen. And then all of a sudden I see a long text from Liam and Liam's not the type to send long texts very often. I am now. <laughs> now you are. And I look at this text and, and the basic premise of it is we want a Boston sports podcast. I've known you guys for a while. You know, we'd like you to come on. Creative control is all yours. Still everything. It's basically, and Liam, you can interject here and let me know if I'm wrong on this, but basically it's similar, excuse me. It's similar to Couch Guy Sports in the sense that we're promoting the website, which we're going to do. Make sure to check out studentunionsports.com. Check out all the talent that's going on there, from the writers, the blogs, the podcasts, everything else in between. And basically, you're just telling us continue to do your thing, and you know we're going to help you guys out, and you're helping us out, and that's kind of the nuts and bolts of it, basically. Oh, 100%. And that, that's also a very um, good point to bring up about student union. Anytime we're bringing on someone or if it's even a, someone who's been with us that wants to start their own podcast, I'm never looking to say, hey, student union owns this. If someone develops a podcast out of student union that ends up blowing up elsewhere or taking a deal elsewhere, hey, that's theirs. I'm glad they created it here. Uh, we're not, if I have, we've had guys get picked off you know, picked off is a weird word, but I've had guys that have been great writers for us that, you know, end up going to write for a site like Outsider or a uh, site like um, we have a guy at SEC Network, which is awesome. We've got a couple of Barstool Viceroy's. We've got a, one guy doing production for Bussing with the Boys. Most people would look at that as a loss to lose a good guy or a good girl like that. But in our eyes, that's a win. We're, we're looking to help people get to that next stage of their career. 
And then having that mix of guys that have already kind of established themselves like powder and Al right here. Um, it's a good mentor system uh, to where they can help guys grow. And, uh, and I, I say guys a lot. I refer to everyone as guys, but that's just how it goes. Really whole point of that. We're a community first, trying to put out good content. And really, we want to draw as much traffic back to the site as possible so we can deflect that traffic onto our contributors and vice versa. So, you know, if we gain some loyal Legends fans from uh, you guys joining us and y'all gain some loyal Student Union fans being posted on our site, I'd say that's a win for everyone. Yes, it is. I agree. And and so kind of the things to kind of look forward to in the future. So obviously, again, we're going to be presented by Student Union Sports. We're very happy about that. We'll have some student union members come on with us. We're going to get Harrison Sillings back on. Bryce, Bryce Hopwood, I, I, and I texted this to Leah in the group chat. I said, and I, and we love Hoppa. Like we're, we're putting this claim out. We do love Hoppa. He's, he's a great one of a kind person. I would not let that dude spit on me if I was on fire. I, I just, I wouldn't do it. I'm sorry. I love Hoppa, but I can't trust him with my life. I can't do it. But and again, he, he is. Most recently, our, our vice president of content, which actually that's exactly why I'm saying this. The in- fact that Hoppe is the vice president, and this is probably not the best thing when you're joining a new network, but the fact that no, Bryce Hopwood is the vice president of content, that's where I'm like, wait a minute, what have I done wrong in my life? Jesus. But all seriousness, um, it, it's going to be good. We're going to have a lot of student union members on anybody. And for anybody that's part of the student union sports network, that's a writer, podcast, or whatever, Open invitation to Legends Lingo. We'll be happy to have you, even if you're a dreaded Yankee fan or a Giant fan or a Canadians fan or, you know, what's another rivalry? Uh, Lakers fan, like any of those fans, still welcome on. This is going to be tough. So Luke Owens, our editor-in-chief, who does an excellent job, he's probably, as far as I can, as far as I consider, he's my go-to guy if I need anything. If I, hey, am I right or wrong on this? I go to Luke now. He's a Bills fan. Wow. Oh, and- I mean- so listen, we got we got we got to live with that. Listen, but... the Bills have been the little brother of the AFC East for the last two decades. So the fact oh, that finally, happy, but it, like, but yeah, just like go ahead, like win a Super Bowl first, then you can rub it in our faces. That's all I'm saying. You won a division title last year. That's great. You should have won the Super Bowl last year, but we'll see what happens this year. Liam, before you go, because I know you are only on for a short amount of time tonight. Liam will be back on with us next week for a full episode as our first true guest of the student union sports era for legends lingo. What can we expect with legends lingo and student union sports as far as new things that might be coming on, whether it's graphics, maybe it's a, a new logo. What can we kind of expect within the next couple of months and really for the foreseeable future? Yeah. So the behind the team scene at student union, even the weird brains you see on there, like Hoppa, I like to think I collect weird and unique brains to help out on the site. We're, we consider ourselves facilitators. So it's doing what we can to help any podcast get to the next level. We're dipping real big into uh, the Reels game right now. We're a little late on TikTok, but the Reels algorithms are starting to kick for us. So, you know, you can expect some clips uh, that you might see on something like a Barstool channel where it's coming through and uh, you've got a highly edited clip breaking down what might have been a 15-minute conversation now into two minutes to get you some extra views. Of course, a whole overlook on graphics. I kind of like y'all's simple logo, but if we ever wanted to spice that guy up, you know, we got designers at Student Union that can make that happen. And really, it's uh, 
it's just a matter of making sure that you guys get everything you need to get this out to as big an audience as possible. Cause I know qual or I like to think I know quality. I've worked with this podcast for a long time and it's my favorite Boston sports podcast. I listen to it obviously weekly. Um, I push, push it to everyone weekly as well. Any good interview guys have on anytime Thornton's on, it's getting sent to all my brothers, all my friends. So I just want to say, we're here to make this thing better. That's, you know, setting expectations isn't our thing. Making things better is what we try to do. So that's what we're going to go for. And uh, Al, Powder, the biggest thing we'll get out of this is emerging the families of, of Student Union and the Legends Lingo podcast. Mm-hmm. Because I think the interactions that we're going to get from whether it's just Hoppa and Al going back and forth or maybe Powder meeting some of our baseball guys and talking, yeah. getting real down in the dirt with some of that. That could be really good stuff. So um, excited, looking forward to it all, boys. And, uh, you know, I'm more thankful that you guys are joining on than you guys are to be a part of this, I think. So um, we're happy to have you. It's pretty close. I do have an idea that I think can make things really spiced up. We should do a student union sports trivia night where you get a bunch of the bloggers, a bunch of podcasters, bring them all into a Zoom. I'll even offer to host it. Because if you oh, yeah. remember, Liam, I hosted a Couch Guy Sports trivia thing, and that did some decent numbers on YouTube. So I like that. I like that. We've, idea. We've, we've gone trivia in the past, too, so we've got some stiff competition. We have some teams of stiff competition. This could be fun. So I, I, uh, I like that idea early. Absolutely. We'll talk about it. We'll have some fun with it. Powder, do you have any words that you want to kind of bestow onto all of us? I've kind of done a lot of the talking, so I want to give you a chance to say your piece on everything that's happened. No, I'm just very thankful for obviously Liam picking us up so quick and everything he's done for us for the past three years, however long it's been. Um, and I'm very excited to work with the great writers and podcasters at Student Union, see what can come out of it. I'm sure there'll be some great episodes, like you said, with some of the other contributors on the site. There you Definitely. have it. I do have, yes, sir, trademark, though. That's the one thing. Sorry. <laughs> yes. That, that, <laughs> if there's ever any merch, we got to put it on a shirt, just put Powder's face on it, literally just out of his mouth. Yes, sir. That will sell like hotcakes. Yes, sir. All right. Yes, that's sir. it. That, that's that's how I'm going to exit the podcast. But, boys, <laughs> thank, thank you guys for having me on and, and let me make the announcement. And I'm happy to hop on next week and – you know, I'm praying for a, a pat for the pads to maybe just cover. That'd be cool. That'd be that'd but be really cool. That'd be, be really <laughs> that'd be inspiring. So uh yeah, let's do it. All right, All Liam. Right. We'll see you next week, sir. See you. Cool. See you guys. See you, Liam. <clears throat> so there you have it. There's the big announcement. Legends Lingo, Student Union Sports combining together to form a beautiful partnership. Yes. And it's gonna be great going forward. I'm excited, powder's excited. You can hear it in Liam's voice, he's excited. Excuse me. We're going to do some big things at Student Union Sports. I'm fully confident in that. So shout out to our brothers and sisters from Student Union Sports. All right. Let's talk about some actual sports. I mean, where do we begin? (laughs) This is going to be one of those episodes, Powder. That's why I want to do the announcement tonight, because I knew that that was going to be the best part of the show. Yeah. So where do we start, Powder? Do we just start with the Patriots and just rip the Band-Aid off? Yeah, let's just do it. All right, so Patriots played against the Ravens week three. For three quarters, it was a really good game. I was fortunate enough to be at this game. It was a good, solid game for the first three quarters. The Patriots were down one and a half. They were 
winning in the second quarter, winning in the third quarter too. And then the wheels kind of fell off. So the Patriots fall to the Ravens 37-26. Mar Jackson, four touchdown passes in this game. And they made Lamar make some mistakes too. They had a couple sacks. They made Lamar throw a pick to Jonathan Jones in the second quarter, which by the way, I don't know if you knew this powder, but Jonathan Jones is the highest ranked corner right now after three weeks in the NFL. That's pretty good. I did not know that, but that's pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good kid. Pretty good. But the big thing here, there were a couple of things. First of all, the offense actually scoring a decent amount of points. Great. Still too many mistakes. Mac Jones, back-to-back turnovers, the fumble with, uh, uh, by Nelson Aguilar late in the fourth quarter when you were still down a score and you were in Ravens territory, that was a backbreaker. I don't know, Powder. It's just there were still moments where it's like, is this team going to be good? Is this te- Can this team play with good teams? They showed that for two or three quarters they can, but not for a full game. Yeah. So before we talk about the big news that happened toward the end of the game and what everyone's talking about the past couple of days, Just overall thoughts on the Ravens game before we kind of dig deep into this next part. Like you said, it was definitely good to see them for first probably two and a half quarters-ish play with them, play with the Ravens. Like you said, they had a couple leads. They were looking good on some drives, uh, moving the ball really well. And even, like you said, the defense looked good. They were making stops when they had to. Obviously, Lamar is Lamar. There's a reason why he's been an MVP candidate even does have MVP, I'm pretty sure, in his years in the NFL for what he's done already. Like, he's a great quarterback, and each year I think he's improved on what everybody cited him on, which is his passing, I think, every year. And I think this year he's really made that big leap to show he has a good arm and he can make those passes. Um, Like that pass to um, Andrews, his tight end. um, Which one? um, Both of them were good. Yeah. But – it just shows that he's gotten a lot better. So I think it just, like you said, I don't know if the Patriots are there right now to play with the top teams in the league. I think they're a middle-of-the-road team, but I don't think they're there at this point to play with those good teams for a full game. They're not. And, you know, you said the defense played well. I will say in spurts they did play well because I saw it firsthand. They did play well in some spurts. I mean, the first drive of the game, they, they had the Ravens three and out. Like yeah. we didn't expect that. And again, they had some sacks. They forced some turnovers. They forced an interception. They forced the fumble. I think it was Jabril Peppers recovered. So there were turnovers in the game. The Patriots defense did that. But there were some other drives where Lamar Jackson just made them look silly. And the second touchdown pass that he threw to Andrews, when Andrews kind of leapt up, like you said, over Devin McCourty and made the and made the catch for a touchdown. Yeah. That's when I was like, wow, this dude, like I I dog him a lot but he's he's better than i thought as a passer we knew yeah. how electric he was on the ground but as a passer he's starting to come into his own so not a great home opener as far as win loss is concerned it is a loss drops the patriots to one and two but there are bigger problems powder because mac jones looks like he could be out for quite a while last offensive play ravens defensive lineman Calais campbell comes down on mac jones ankle A lot of people are saying it's a high ankle sprain. Some have said that there could be ligament or tendon issues. Mac Jones is getting a second opinion on it. Basically right now, as it stands, Mac Jones wants to rehab without surgery. The Patriots might be pushing for surgery because it's supposedly going to help speed up the recovery process. 
But right now, Powder, if Mac Jones is out for at least a month, that's troublesome. Yeah. It, it is. I mean, this is a guy that in year two was supposed to make a big jump. This was a guy that was supposed to be the focal point of the Patriots offense. And to be honest, Powder, the numbers by Mac TD to interception wise wasn't, it was awful. Two touchdowns, five interceptions through the first three games. Not now, good. granted, a couple of those interceptions, you know, a tip ball here, a, a better placement there, a better decision here, but that's all hearsay. The fact is, is that he wasn't getting it done touchdowns and interceptions wise. But we started to see that against the Ravens. We were starting to see he was getting comfortable with Devontae Parker. Devontae Parker had a huge game. He had like seven catches for like over 150 yards. He had a yeah. really great game. Looked really good. Yeah, he looked like a, the true number one receiver that they expected when they traded him away from Miami. Yeah. But let me ask you this. If Mac Jones is out for an extended period of time, do you go with Brian Hoyer? Do you give the rookie Bailey Zappi a shot? Or do you look for an external option? If you are Bill Belichick, what do you do in this situation? Not what you think he's going to do. What do you do? I think at least one week you have to go with Hoyer just because he's a veteran. He's been around the game for a long time, but I think they should start looking for a short term, like a however long Mac Jones is out replacement, whether that be um, Minshew or someone like that, that's not, <laughs> not, not a starter right now for a team, but has some experience and can kind of light a fire under Patriots, maybe coming into the locker room and, get some started but i just think i think they should look for an external option with some experience i would love gardner Minshew for like a month or two right. i would i would soak up Minshew mania i saw like a meme or something saying the patriots should do and i'm like yes please they should i mean you think about the options right i know you mentioned brian hoyer and that's probably what's going to be the option on sunday against green bay as we preview what's going to be a slugfest, not in the Patriots' favor yeah. on come Sunday. But the thing is, Brian Hoyer, in his last 11 starts, Powder, he's 0-11. His last win as a starter in the NFL, you want to know when it was? It was probably, I would say, like 2012. 2016 with the Chicago Bears. Jeez. Not that long ago, but even still. That's six like, years. Yeah, right, but even so. Like the last game that we remember him on as a Patriot was 2020 when Cam Newton got COVID and then he had, (laughs) and then he had to, you know, he had to take over for Cam Newton and he stunk. The Patriots only gave up like 19 points that game. Against the Chiefs, wasn't it? Yeah, it was in Arrowhead against the Chiefs. And if Cam Newton had started that game, Patriots probably win that game and go to three and one. But that's 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 that that's neither here nor there now. The point is is that Brian Hoyer, yes, he's a veteran, yes, he knows the offense, yes, he knows all the calls, but are they really gonna be they're not obviously gonna be better, we know that, but are they gonna be even okay as an offense after that? I don't know. I don't. And guess what? You're facing a Green Bay defense powder that's probably the best defense you've seen so far this season especially against the pass. So external options. I don't know who's out there. I mean, Gardner Minshew's out there. 
A lot of people are saying bring Cam Newton back. Maybe personally, I don't think that's the answer. I don't yeah, think I don't Cam think has so. what it takes anymore to be a starter. Bowder, you agree? So I don't know what they're going to do. Uh, maybe they go out and they look at what's on the, the free agency market. I don't even know who's on the free agency market for quarterbacks. Let's see. Like, like it, it's kind of sad. Like I, I really can't think of anybody that's out there, you know? So that's, that's my whole thing. Maybe get Ryan Fitzpatrick to come back for a month. G- give us some Fitz magic and be able to pull some wins out. But going into the green Bay game powder, we said that they had to split between Baltimore and Green Bay. Baltimore was a very winnable game. There's no doubt about that. Green Bay, Andy at Dalton? Lambeau. You want Andy Dalton? Maybe for a month. Who else Who else is there? Andy Dalton, okay. Oh, wait, this might be this coming off season. Give me a sec. No, that's okay. But, like, Andy Dalton's a name that could be out there. Maybe for a month, okay. I don't know what the Patriots are going to do. But I'm going to tell you what. Right now on DraftKings – the Patriots are 10 and a half point underdogs going into Lambeau. And honestly, it could be a lot worse than that because we're going to preview the Packers game. Now you're playing at Lambeau. They still have Aaron Rodgers, who in my opinion is one of the best quarterbacks still in the NFL, especially where his age is at. They have Aaron Jones in the backfield. That's a problem. And AJ Dillon, former Boston college running back, AJ Dillon. That's a problem. They have some receivers. Robert Tunyon's a decent tight end. And that defense, like I said before, is very, very good. They held the Buccaneers to 12 points. Granted, the Bucs didn't have their receivers. Mike Evans was suspended. Chris Godwin's hurt. I think Julio Jones is hurt. They literally had to sign Cole Beasley. But I digress. This has the making of a blowout. And I really don't want to watch it on Sunday. I'm still going to watch it and put myself through probably three hours of torture. But if I had to pick a score right now, Powder, I'm going Packers 34, Patriots 10. It's not even going to be close. It's going to be an absolute blowout in every sense of the word. What do you got? Um, I'll do Packers. Packers. 31, Patriots, 7. I just don't, like you said, I don't think it's going to be close. I don't think maybe first quarter Patriots can keep it tight because the defense just is playing the way it's played for a decent part of the season. But then after that, I think just Aaron Rodgers is just going to do Aaron Rodgers things. He is. And that's the thing. Aaron Rodgers is similar to Lamar Jackson, but I think Rodgers, and I think you can agree with this, Aaron Rodgers is a way better passing quarterback than Lamar Jackson. Oh, 100 times. Not even close. Yeah. And and he's he's not fast, but he's quick. He makes yeah. good decisions with his feet. He can extend plays. And that's the thing. He's going to extend plays. So yeah. I don't know how Bill's gonna do it. But if you hold the Packers to under somehow like 27 points, that's an accomplishment in itself. Yeah. So I don't know what's gonna happen. And the thing with this Patriots team, they make so many mistakes, so many bad penalties. Isaiah Wynn committed another penalty on a promising drive when they were down early in the first half. This team just makes so many mistakes, Powder. It's not a Belichick team. Belichick coached teams in the past. Disciplined, don't commit penalties, don't shoot themselves in the foot. This Patriots team does it every single week. So we'll see what happens on Sunday. It's probably not going to be pretty. 
and, and I, I listened to this on 98.5 The Sports Hub, then we'll kind of wrap up and we'll get into some Celtics talk. I truly believe, I agree with this. I think it was Joe Murray that said it, former Legends Lingo guest Joe Murray, and I agree with this. If and when you lose that Packers game and you go to one and three, like a lot of us expected, that Lions game at home is your season. Oh, yeah. And the, and the Lions have been decent, Powder. They, they beat the Commanders easily. They gave the Vikings a game. They're getting better. Yes, now you might not have you might not have to deal with DeAndre Swift because he's I think he has like a rib injury or something like that. He's considered week to week right now, and that's a big part of the Lions offense. So you might catch a break there. But if you don't beat the Lions and you go to one and four, especially then when you have to go to Cleveland the next week with the way they're playing, you're setting yourself up for maybe a tank year. So yeah. get well soon, Mac. And if you need to sit out the whole season and get ready for 2023. Two Patriots fans here will understand. Yep. Hey, high draft pick, maybe get a huge weapon or something like that. Couldn't be I mean, too upset be, if that if Max out for the whole year. I mean, that'd be kind of cool. Look at what the Bengals did, right? When Joe Burrow mm-hmm. got hurt in his, I think it was his second year, mm-hmm. he was out for the year. And then next year, they were able to draft Jamar Chase in the top five. And look at what Jamar Chase has done with the Bengals. Oh, yeah. So there, there's your proof in the pudding right there. Any other final thoughts, Powder, before we get into some Celtics talk? No, I just hope it's not too ugly of a game. I hope not, too. But what isn't ugly is getting the chance to go into A&B Kitchen and Bar in Boston and in Beverly. And Powder's going to tell us more about this fantastic restaurant chain. Yep. Uh, take, it, take it away. Yep. So, like every week, we're very grateful to be sponsored by A&B Kitchen and Bar and A&B Burgers. AB Kitchen Bar is located in Boston, right across the street from Tegan. We're about to talk about the Celtics. You're going to a Celtics game. Bruins actually are playing the preseason right now. If you're going to one of their games and you want to get a good bite to eat, go AB Kitchen and Bar um, and tell them the Legends Lingo Boys send you. Have a great beer, have local food, um, and just enjoy the atmosphere there. Even if you can't get into TD Garden, you don't have tickets, the atmosphere is right there. Shout out to our friends at A&B Kitchen and Bar. Great food, great people, even better time. So tell them the Legends Boys sent you. All right, Powder, did you listen to the emergency episode at all? I did not get a chance to. Okay. So in the emergency episode, so we recorded two episodes last week. Powder and I recorded our regular episode earlier in the week. Mm-hmm. And then the Ime Udoka story came on us. And I recorded with Maddie Burnett of the Bernie and Chris podcast. Make sure to check that out, by the way, as well. And Maddie and I talked about the Udoka situation. So we'll kind of recap it and powder. I do want to hear your thoughts on it because obviously you weren't on the emergency episode with us. So since the last episode, we found out that the supposed Celtics employee that Ime Udoka had a relationship with was, for a lack of better terms, the traveling secretary, essentially. It's the lady that does all the traveling. And I don't know if you saw this powder, but there were some crazy details that were supposedly out. One was that this lady that Udoga had the relationship with was booking travel appointments for his then fiance, Nia Long, to travel to Boston to go see the games. <laughs> that's that's one aspect of it. Yeah. Another aspect that I saw was Udoka got caught by the lady's husband through, you know, like the doorbells when you can kind yeah, of have I saw that one. Yeah. yeah. So supposedly he heard a conversation or there was like a recorded conversation between Udoka and this this lady. And the husband found out and obviously was not happy, rightfully so. 
So when you put everything into perspective, you have to think that Ime Udoka didn't know what he was doing and what was he thinking? Yeah. Because let's let's paint the picture here, Powder. You try forever to get a head coaching job in the NBA because Udoka was an assistant for years with the San Antonio Spurs under Greg Popovich. He was an assistant in Philadelphia and in Brooklyn. And then he finally gets a head coaching job. Not only do you get a head coaching job, Powder, it's not like you're coaching for the Sacramento Kings or you're coaching for the Washington Wizards. Yeah. Like you're, you're coaching the Boston Celtics who are tied for the most championships in NBA history. With all that tradition, you start out slow. You make it to the NBA finals and you're seven minutes away in game four from taking a three, one lead and potentially winning a title your first year in Boston. You have this off season where you get Danilo Gallinari at the time, who was a good bench piece before he injured his, uh, I think it was his ACL. Yeah. And then you traded for Malcolm Brogdon. So now the pieces are coming together. It's like, Oh shit. Like we have a chance to win the championship in the 2022-2023 season. All that, and then we hear this story, and I just have to say, if all this is true, which it looks like it is, Ime Udoka is a flat-out fool and an idiot. Mm -hmm. Now, I kind of said everything that I need to say on the emergency episode. So, Powder, I do want to hear your thoughts overall on the Udoka situation, any insight you might have on that. It's just disappointing to see. Um, obviously, I I don't get it. I don't get why you would get involved with someone, especially when you're married and all that. And especially, like you said, everything he's worked towards to get to this point, why he would risk doing what he did, why he did. I, I don't see why he did it. Like, obviously, I feel bad with how it came out and everything like that. Like, it kind of feels like it all came out on Twitter and that's how everybody found out. I feel, obviously, very a lot worse for the Celtics players and other people. And who I feel worse, who I feel the worst for, like Brad Stevens says, is all the female employees of the Celtics who got dragged through the mud over the past couple of days since this news broke because they they have nothing they did nothing wrong they don't deserve anything that people are saying or anything like that and we all know how twitter is twitter is successful yeah. that just when stuff happens just a lot of stuff comes up and a lot of stuff is said that i don't think people would say in person but that's this day and age and it sucks but it just, I feel bad for all the female employees of the Boston Celtics. I do too. What a nice word, cesspool. Yeah. Good vocabulary word. We should do a segment, Powder's Vocab Word of the Week, where you just sprinkle in one vocabulary word that's just like so eloquent. It's like, wow, that, that, that's a nice word. Yeah. No, but, but I agree. The female staff got put through the ringer, yeah. literally. I mean, you had everybody looking up, oh, who is it? Is it this person? Is it this person? They don't deserve that. No. So, the one thing I think the Celtics did, and I'm going to put this in air quotes wrong here, is that they should have put out a statement a little sooner than they did. Yeah. I think if Brad Stevens and Wick Grossbeck had come out with the press conference earlier than they did, then I think a lot of people would have been like, okay, that makes sense. They finally put it to bed and they did it quickly. Yeah. They waited a little too long to do it. 
But I will say Brad Stevens' words about, you know, giving them time, giving the female employees time, everybody else time. And, you know, like you could hear it in his voice, how sad he Mm -hmm. was about this. Like, bravo, Brad Stevens. That's why Mm -hmm. you are the best president of operations in Boston sports right now. Yeah. It is one of the many reasons he, he gets it. He understands people. He understands feelings. He understands emotions. That's how you have to be sometimes in these situations. But now that Ime is out of the question, Joe Missoula steps up. He's a guy that had a very troubled past in college. Uh, I think he had a domestic battery charge charged with drunk driving or um, drinking underage and acting like terribly at a, at a Pittsburgh pirates game. when he was at West Virginia in college. So not the best person to be <laughs> taking the job, but according to Brad Stevens, he's researched it thoroughly and he believes Missoula is the best guy for the job. Keep in mind, he was an assistant in Milwaukee when Milwaukee won their championship. Yep. So just keep that in mind as far as the coaching aspect goes. Mm-hmm. So now media day comes around powder and that's when they shoot all the clips and all the, the stuff that comes up on the jumbotron, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum and some other guys kind of all said the same thing. They found out how we all found out on Twitter. Yeah. Like you said, that cesspool just of information and everything else. So if the players are finding out via social media, why wasn't a conversation had by Brad Stevens and with Grossbeck being like, Hey guys, this is something that's going to happen. You're probably going to lose Udoka for the year. We'll explain everything. You just got to keep quiet for a little bit. Like, I feel like a conversation should have been had because keep in mind, Powder, who are the three main stars in the Celtics? Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, and um, Robert Williams. So right. not Robert, not Robert Williams, but Marcus Smart. Smart. Oh yeah, yeah. That's so. So the reason I say that is because those are the three guys that vouched for Doka to be here. Yeah. Like they said, we we saw what he did on the on uh, Team USA in the FIBA World Cup. We like this guy. We think he can really get us to the next level. And Brad Stevens and Wick Grossbeck hired him. So especially those three guys, they should have been owed an explanation. Yeah. I would say Robert Williams is probably the number four. Yeah. He, I He's top four, 100%. So with that, the question powder, and I asked it to Maddie last week, and I'll ask you this week, what does this mean for the Celtics going forward? Are they a team that can overcome this and should be able to still be the championship contenders that we think that they could be and the world thinks they could be? Or does this hinder them severely and take a huge step back because coaching could be somewhat important in the NBA. I think definitely we will, fans will notice it a little bit. I think they might struggle a little bit, but I think that the Celtics talent will win out in the end. And I think, I think some teams are good enough to win with or without great coaching. Uh, We'll have to see how the season plays out, whether that is how the Celtics truly are, if they can win without coaching or if, Ime was really that good for the Celtics and really um, helped the Celtics win a lot of those games, um, especially down the stretch when they got really hot and made it all the way to the finals. Um, and then one other piece I want to add is it's just, I don't know if everything happened so fast that Celtics didn't even realize it was about to happen or because you know how sometimes it works that stuff breaks before anybody even realizes it. Like, like someone in the know is in Woj's pocket, or I'm not saying Woj pays anybody, but right. that reports Woj and 
he was able to get it out before the Celtics were even able to react. That's the only thing I can think of why the players found out on Twitter. But still, like you said, Brad Stevens should have held a meeting, even if it's a call. You're everybody on Zoom saying, I need you guys on Zoom immediately. Like, you have to be on, and he and he just gives out before the news breaks. But it just sucks that it happened that way. It does suck because – you had, again, you had so much hype coming into the season. Like, this was the team that everybody was looking forward to in Boston because you take a look right now, right? The Patriots before the Mac Jones jersey, they were still going to be, like, maybe a 500 team at best, 10-7. If everything broke right for them, 11-6. Yeah. The Red Sox suck. The Bruins are going through a bunch of changes. Who knows how good they're going to be? The Celtics were the one team that were like, all right, they just came off a finals run. We know that they can get through the East. We know that Milwaukee's the one team standing in their way, but they can beat mm-hmm. them even with Chris Middleton back in the Bucks lineup. And now all this stuff happens. So now, and I agree with you. I think at first there's going to be a little bit of noticing, huh, Doka's not here. There's a little bit of flaws here, but I think their talent is good enough where Jason Tatum's going to take another step in the right direction. Jalen Brown is ready to prove a point, especially after all the offseason rumors with him and Durant and trade rumors. Yeah. And then – other guys like Malcolm Brogdon stepping in. And then you have the bench guys, Al Horford, if he comes off the bench, Grant Williams, Derek White. They're still Peyton Pritchard. They're still good players in place. They still can make a run at the Eastern Conference again and get back to the finals. Because I'll tell you what, if the Celtics make it back to the finals, they're going to win it this time because now they have the experience. They know what it takes, but they have to get back there. And I said it last week, Milwaukee's not easy to get through. They're the big threat. I think you can still get by Miami. You can still get by Chicago. You can still get by with Cleveland, even though they trade for Donovan Mitchell. I really think the Celtics still have a good chance to win the East if everything breaks right. So that's that. Any final self? Just have to see how this season plays out. Like we both said, think the talent's there. We'll just see if coaching is that big in the NBA. We shall see. Anything else you want to bring up just in sports in general before we head up for the week? Um, shout out to Albert Pujols and number 699 and 700 same night on Friday night. Um, huge compliment. Since I started watching baseball, he's been – literally I started watching baseball in 2005. That's when he was already at MVP, already one of the best players, and – um, someone I always loved watching. So shout out to Albert Pujols on that huge milestone of him 700 home runs, only the fourth player ever, and only the second with 3,000 hits as well. Shout out to the machine, Albert yes. Pujols, 700 career home runs, two-time World Series champion, first ballot Hall of Fame once he retires, Definitely. and he's eligible for the 2027 Hall of Fame. So shout out to King Albert, Albert Pujols. Okay, we'll wrap it up there. Again, if you missed at the beginning of the show, the Legends Lingo podcast is now a part of the Student Union Sports Network. Make sure to check out studentunionsports.com. Check out all their podcasts. Check out all the writing, everything else that they have to offer. We're excited to be a part of this going forward for the foreseeable future. We'll have Student Union guests on with us. We'll get in the mix with them there too. Powder, we have a new home. Yes, we do. I love it. I do too. For episode 190, that is Tom Powder Cadmus. I'm your host, Alan Hegan. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next week for episode 191. Yes, sir.